0: Bobbity, Season 3 of the Cafe Nervosa podcast. I'm Taryn. And I'm Lauren. We're two ladies who have a deep and abiding appreciation for the 1990s NBC sitcom Frasier. In this podcast, we're going through the show season by season, and we're talking about specific topics as we go. You can find all Season 3 episodes in the feed right now. Along the way, we'll share some of our favorite moments, great jokes, guest stars
1: we love, character moments that last, and other Frasier-related fun. In this episode, we're talking about representation, and for Season 3, that means spending time with the powerhouse actor Mercedes Rule and with a higher-than-usual amount of white
0: nonsense. So, have your waitress bring you your Zimbabwe decaf, milk, no cinnamon in sight, and snag your regular, or backup regular, table at Nervosa as we talk about Season 3 of Frasier. (laughs)
1: Before we get into the topic, here is a refresher on Season 3
0: of Frasier. In Season 3, KACL gets a new station manager named Kate Costas, who Frasier has a fling with, Niles and Maris separate, Martin sends an original song to Frank Sinatra, and Daphne dates a man named Joe. Roz
1: continues to be our hero by wearing killer pantsuits and by idolizing her new female boss. And finally, Frasier's hair is no longer a skullet.
0: Before we start into our normal discussion, we wanted to put up a little disclaimer uh, that this show is white. And we want to be careful to point out that we are two white women and do not wish to speak for any person who doesn't identify as white. We're choosing to draw attention to this because it's a systemic problem and calling attention to it is the right thing to do. Totally. Um, and you might notice that this episode of our podcast used to be
1: called People of Color. Uh, we've changed it to Representation in Season 3. There is a really good and helpful episode of the podcast called Code Switch. Uh, That episode is, is it time to say RIP to POC? Um, And that episode really helped us white ladies understand that we need to better define the terms we're using. Um, And so for this episode on representation, we're specifically highlighting actors who are Black, Indigenous, Asian American, and or Latinx.
0: Yeah, we are here to listen and learn and grow. So, if at some point we learn that there's a better term, then we will definitely be changing the title again. It's a work in progress. For sure. And as that episode of Code Switch points out, um, there
1: is no good term because of the problems of having to categorize people and because of the problems with representation. So, uh, this discomfort we feel is very much okay. <laughs> we are supposed to feel uncomfortable uh, on us as white people. To take this on, mm-hmm. absolutely,
0: Lauren. Do you want to get us back into our regular fun Fraser banter? I would love to. The person I want to
1: talk about in season three is the wonderful Mercedes Rule, who plays Kate Costas across five episodes. Ms. Rule is a Tony and Oscar winner. She won her Tony for the Neil Simon play Lost in Yonkers, which I know literally nothing about. Yeah, but I love the word Yonkers. Sure. <laughs>
0: you're telling me that she has achieved the
1: ought as far as i know she's got the ought (laughs) amazing and she won her oscar for best supporting actress in the fisher king i think it was in 1991 Um, and apparently she was in entourage as well oh boy yeah quick side note about the movie the fisher king
0: i know nothing except i think maybe um robin williams is a man experiencing homelessness i think that is
1: correct uh
0: it sounds like a real
1: turd of a movie i would say
0: fun times Mm -hmm.
1: classic oscar winner exactly i just thought i would share the first line of the summary from wikipedia i really went deep on the research please do Jack Lucas, a narcissistic, misanthropic shock jock, becomes suicidal and despondent after his insensitive on-air comments inadvertently prompt an unstable caller to commit a mass murder-suicide. Whoa. We're starting there. (laughs) Doesn't that sound awful?
0: Cool it. (laughs) Yeah. I'll watch some depressing (laughs) crap, but that's also just
1: unnecessary. It's unnecessary. And yeah, this was brought to you by the director of the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, <laughs> Terry Gillum. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm glad Mercedes Rule has an Oscar. Yeah. 100% deserved. She's got to eat, you know? Absolutely. But I wouldn't watch that movie just based on that. Oh, no, never. So, anyways, Ms. Rule is Irish. She has Irish, German, and Cuban ancestry. And she received the Rita Moreno ola award for excellence from the hispanic organization of latin actors uh, because she's excellent
0: that's amazing yeah also i'm very glad rita moreno has an award named after her absolutely it can't be her only one no Oh uh, yeah, that was in two thousand five, which is just awesome.
1: Great. So yeah, Mercedes Rule seems like a woman we should know more about and certainly her performance as Kate is totally iconic, totally awesome. Absolutely. We've talked about her in other episodes of the podcast this season. I kind of love the way that they end the romance between Kate and Frasier. In the episode, It's Hard to Say Goodbye If You Won't Leave, they show each of them fantasizing about the other, and then they suddenly decide to have a long-distance relationship, kind of like as Kate is
0: going to the airport. Yeah. Before they've had any sort of substantial relationship, they've had a (laughs) sexual relationship, but nothing overly emotional. Absolutely. it's a big jump. It's a huge jump. And so here's a clip of the
1: two of them trying to get to know each other really quickly, waiting for an airplane delay uh, before she moves to Chicago.
2: Why don't you come with me tonight? Oh, I've got to work. I can come out next weekend. Oh, yeah? Oh, great. You know what? You can meet my twin sister. She lives in Chicago. You've got a twin? Yeah. Wow. Wow. you know, there's so much we don't know about each other. <laughs> well, ask me. Ask me anything. Okay. Um, oh, I know. What's your favorite color? Blue. What's yours? Arctic silver. It's available on all the big BMWs. What's your favorite city? Paris. Ooh. Museum? The Prado. Musical? Candide. Yours? Cats. Really? Yeah. I love cats. I have a cat. Would you like to meet Louie? Oh, oh uh, no, no. You know, it's, it's, it's allergies. Allergies. Um, it's oh. Not really much of a pet person. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, no. All right, we'll work around that. Oh, you know what we can do when you come out? We can go jogging around the lake. Oh, Frazier, the lake is so beautiful. Mm. Do you ever jog? Uh, once. Uh... In a dark parking lot when a, a truck backfired. <laughs> well, all right, we can do something that yeah. you like. What do, what do you like? What do you like? Well, we could go antiquing. You know what? I'm not one of those people for whom antique is a verb. Well, listen, this, well, this is all good. The, the contrasts between us will only make our, our relationship more vibrant. Vive la différence! Oh, ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, so, outside of the crime that is making someone have the favorite musical cats, which is... <laughs> just- egregious heinous (laughs) uh what i love there is you hear the range of mercedes rule's performance um she seems to be this perfect match for fraser and we know she's really smart she speaks japanese we know she's more successful than he is uh but she's also super different from him in that she likes jogging and the musical cats (laughs) (laughs) i just like that it gives us more insight into the world of kate costas and it's it's interesting
0: totally it and As you say, the dissolution of their relationship is super unique on television. I love to see that. Mm -hmm. Something else you didn't mention, Lauren, in her venerable list of credits Uh is she was in Hustlers and she was great. Oh my goodness,
1: I totally forgot she was in Hustlers. Yeah. What a great film, Mm -hmm. A. Go watch it. Go watch it. B. She's great. She's great. (laughs) Put her in everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's another performance by a guest actor that we wanted to talk about. Absolutely.
0: How do you feel about Tony Shalhoub, Lauren? I feel very good about him. Me too. Wings. Mm -hmm. I'm talking. (laughs) Monk, I assume. (laughs) Didn't watch it. I, I think from all accounts, there's some not great mental illness stuff in there. That makes sense. Yeah. And marvelous Mrs. Maisel, most recently, yeah, specifically that episode in the Catskills. Oh my where he god! so
1: much tomato juice <laughs> and wears like a fitness onesie. Yeah, couldn't love him more.
0: Yeah, yeah, agreed. So in the episode "The Focus Group," Mr. Shaloub makes an, a grand entrance as uh, a man named Manu Habib, who just doesn't like Mm Frasier. So this is an episode where there are focus groups about each of the radio station's shows. And from everyone else in Fraser's focus group, it's a love fest. But Manu doesn't like Fraser. (laughs) I love when any character in the show shows any amount of disdain for Fraser because Mm -hmm. he deserves it. Mm -hmm. And it feels extra good when it's a character of color. Um, And so... I have a clip here of Manu telling Frasier finally why he doesn't like him.
2: I I know there's nothing I can say right now that would make you feel any better, but rest assured I will be financially responsible for for everything. All this because you had to know why I do not like you. Well, you were kind of vague. (laughs) You want to know why? I'll tell you why. I think you are a smarty-pants. I was too polite to say that before, but then you spied on me. You, you stalked me, you badgered me, you poured Yoo-Hoo down my dockers, you crunched my hand, and then, as if all that was not enough, you burned down my newsstand, my livelihood, a gift to me from my beloved uncle, may he rest in peace. Was that so hard?
1: You poured you hoo down my dockers <laughs> is a very specific and wonderful line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he
0: delivers it beautifully. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Tony Shaloub is uh, of Lebanese descent. He was born in Wisconsin. He identifies as Arab American, and which is great. I love to see it. Mm-hmm. But what I'm not in love with is this fairly bland, stereotyped characterization of an Arab American, I I would say he has almost an Apu accent in it, which is not his his natural accent. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's fine if this character has an accent, but it just feels sort of generically Arab, which I'm what not. we might call a lazy stereotype exactly
1: for sure and uh, important to point out that that's not the actor's
0: not at all fault or- <laughs> not at all uh but but it's just not so good when when he's a fantastic actor he could bring so much and they asked for this as you say lazy characterization mm-hmm. yeah and we don't learn
1: anything about uh Manu that's really interesting or about him as a person we only hear of his experience of Frazier, which as you say it's great he hates him yeah <laughs> but a more rounded story about
0: him would have been better mm-hmm. yeah there there is nothing in the story that necessitates him being Arab American which it's fine to have someone in that role but yeah it, it means that the writers did literally no research into what somebody's experience could be or had an Arab-American writer on the staff. Exactly. Um, I have a fun fact about Tony Shalhoub to always, share. <laughs> I'm always here for
1: it, please. He once literally broke his leg falling off a stage. Yikes! That's what you say. Break a leg. Yeah, that is what you say. He's so committed. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> it is time for my tradition, where um, I like to go through the season and document every single time a Black, Indigenous, Asian-American Latinx person appears on the show. I'm always doing this to track how the show is doing on the representation front. Spoiler alert, not very well. Uh, Classic. It is a classic. Um, So quick rundown. In season one, we had 26. Um, We're going to use the term BIPOC, which is Black Indigenous People of Color. It's not a perfect term, but that's what I'm using right now. We had 26 BIPOC actors um, in the series in season two we had again 26 BIPOC actors in the series five in speaking roles tiny teeny tiny improvement Mm -hmm. uh, for season three in that we have 28 BIPOC actors okay um, and five in speaking roles Uh, they are more substantial speaking roles than in the past so we talked about Mercedes rule she has a, a really great story arc over five episodes which is a big jump for sure She's a main love interest for Frasier this season. That's kind of a big thing. And we also meet Bulldog's producer, Pete, who's a black man, and he speaks in the episode Leapin' Lizards, and I have a clip of that.
2: Well, it's 6.30, sports fans. That means it's time for... Our big Seahawks tickets giveaway. Yes, my curvaceous and bodacious assistant, Darlene, ...is rolling in our glittering giant prize drum right now. Okay, Darlene, give it a good crank. Whoa, honey, I meant the drum. Right, here it comes, Ross. Hilarity ensues. Okay, explain this to me one more time. You're the one who's trying to prove to everyone you're so funny, so why am I the one that had to put the lizard in the box? It was just as difficult to be the lookout. Stop whining. Hey, look who's here! It's our new boss lady, KACL zone Kate Costas. Kate's there. Oh, Fraser, Kate's there. No, no, it's 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 even better. Even better that she she will be an eyewitness to my little jape. Come on in, Kate. Yeah. Here we go. Glad you dropped in. Hello, Bulldog. Hi, Darlene. Wow, look at that mighty drum. Yeah, give it a good spin. Look at those cards going round and round. Okay, Seattle. And the winner is... Hey, Kate, why don't you pick it? Okay. And the lucky winner is... Yo! <laughs> Something bit me! Oh, my God! It's a lizard! Oh Manny, get your finger, Oh, my God! Bring it up, I'll get some money. Sure.
1: So that's Pete's rather brief speaking part. Pete is played by the actor Michael Whaley, who has a pretty impressive IMDb roster of guest appearances on TV shows since Frasier. And more recently, he's writing and directing, which is cool. That's awesome. Yeah. It is worth noting I didn't catch any Indigenous actors this season. It's always possible that I've missed one or wasn't aware that they identify as Indigenous, but that
0: sucks. Yeah, sure does.
1: Another important person in the Frasier universe is back this season, and that is Lakhari, who plays the waiter that
0: Frasier and Niles annoy throughout the series. Great to see her. It's wonderful to see her. You see her walking through the back and you're like, okay, I'm in for some good times. Absolutely. So that's
1: the rundown. As I say, it's sort of very middling progress. A couple more people... One big role for Mercedes Rule, which is great. So not good in the scheme of the world, but better in the world of Fraser.
0: That's something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wanted to pivot a little to some white nonsense. We've we've talked about this before. Uh, that the show really leans into it. They do not check their privilege ever. And what I wanted to talk about for season three was. Frasier's Entitlement, mm-hmm. especially in the episode High Crane Drifter. I've spoken in another episode how I do not care for this episode it is the one where he teaches a man an etiquette lesson oh, right. for stealing a table at the cafe. He physically assaults this man. Mm-hmm. And and he's lauded for it. He is celebrated and people are so proud of him for taking matters into his own hands. Throughout the episode, he is just progressively fed up at the rudeness of others, which is something I think we can all identify with sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it leads him to this violent outburst where, again, he physically assaults this man. And at the core of it, Fraser is a fairly rude self-centered white man who goes through the world without really caring about the the people around him except those in his immediate circle his white friends his white friends as (laughs) and family yeah (laughs) and and so i just don't appreciate this characterization Mm -hmm. of him as some sort of hero but it is still sort of funny and i do have a clip of his his one of his outbursts in this episode.
2: Has the world completely lost the concept of common courtesy? Am I the only one who is resisting this tide? People of Seattle, listen to me! <laughs> we are not barbarians, we are not Neanderthals, and we are not French! Do you hear that, you up there?
0: It's a pretty funny outburst that he has, admittedly, but it is worth noting that some of the terms he uses in it are overtly racist, and others are racist adjacent, mm-hmm. and that is not great. Right. So yeah, Fraser believes that he's right all the time and is often not fully reprimanded for his boorish actions. His his family will sort of give him an eye roll or an "Oh, Fraser," but in this season, there. He actively commits at least two crimes that I can think of for which he goes unpunished by the law. Mm -hmm. What are the two crimes? Well, the physical assault. The physical assault and then burning down Manu's uh, newsstand. Mm -hmm. It's, It's just a lot of white nonsense and it's not good. Not good at all. One more thing I wanted to bring up that is is not great is that this season there are no BIPOC callers I don't know why not but as far as I oh racism oh (laughs) of course (laughs) uh but as far as I could tell none that is disappointing yep
1: Our next segment is Nonsense Corner. And it I know it sounds like we've already been talking about some nonsense. That's just the nature of this episode. Mm-hmm.
0: Taryn, start us off. Uh, I'm going to take us in a different direction of representation. Mm-hmm. And talk about uh, the, the character of Bob in the episode The Friend, where Fraser wants to make a new friend and not fall back on old Niles. Mm-hmm. Bob turns out to be in a wheelchair, uh, which is uh, great. But my nonsense is that he is played by an able bodied actor. Right. Um, who plays Bob? Griffin Dunn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who actually was a caller, I believe, in the first season. Oh, yeah. Is there any chance he's in my girl? Absolutely. <laughs> nice. He's Bill. Yeah. Yeah. There's a hundred percent chance <laughs> he's in my girl. <laughs> what a silly question you've asked. I did ask a silly question. And it would just be better if the actor were uh, in a wheelchair. For sure. Lauren, uh, bum us out.
1: I'd be happy to. (laughs) Uh, Paradoxically. (laughs) My nonsense is just about the utter lack of representation on the show. In this podcast episode, we specifically highlight the few performances from non-white actors that do exist, but in 24 episodes of this major network show from 1995 and 1996, there is essentially one character that gets a real story from any of the groups that we are looking at, Uh, and this is the first time in the series, three seasons in, that we've even had that. So that also means we're hearing no stories about Black, Indigenous, or Asian American people, or any other Latinx-identifying person. So this sucks, and it's still a big issue. We don't make TV, but we sure do watch it and talk about it, and we can choose to support those stories. So it's a call for us, and I'm speaking to you and I, and everyone who listens, to do better and to support those stories. That is great nonsense
0: turning back to things we love about the show it's the time that we recommend a great episode from the third season for you lauren start us off my pick is it's hard to say goodbye if you won't leave talked about this
1: episode in earlier in the show uh mercedes rule has a cat fraser's allergic it's all good stuff highly recommend absolutely good
0: choice uh taryn what's your pick i am going with the focus group because of the great tony Shaloub. wonderful choice Mm -hmm. and people hating fraser yeah Thanks for listening to Cafe Nervosa. I write recaps for each of our podcast episodes, so if you want to see some excellent Frasier gifts, check that out at Cafe NervosaPodcast.com.
1: We'd like to thank Colette Jonas for composing our awesome theme music. We would love it if you would help us spread the word about our show by telling the Niles to your Fraser or the Daphne to your Martin about Cafe Nervosa.
0: We like to end every episode with clips of our favorite jokes from this season based on our theme.
1: Lauren, you are up. All you need to know here is that Kate Costas is all of us.
2: (laughs) Dr. Fraser Crane. Kate Costas. Kate, what a pleasure. Likewise, I've been listening to the tapes of all your shows. I love what you're doing. Really? Well, uh, thank you very much. Uh, I like to think of my show as a haven for the... Tempest tossed in the maelstrom of everyday life. Wow, you really talk that way.
0: <laughs> All you need to know here is that Kate Costas continues to represent the best of us.
2: Got a minute? Oh, yes. Uh, look, I- I'm glad you're still here. Uh, listen. No, no, no. Me first this time. Okay. <clears throat> I really think that we should slow things down. Oh. I'm so glad you said that. I wanted to say the same thing, but I was I was afraid that you'd feel I was rejecting you. Oh, how sensitive. And yet at the same time, how full of yourself. <laughs>